Hello, hello, hello. How's it going, everybody? Happy Thursday. Just, uh, yeah, just wanted to uh, do some recording today. Um, I think what I want to talk about today is just the idea of control. Um, top of mind right now, I think, for a lot of people, um, definitely top of mind for myself right now, um, because of the pandemic, but I think just for a multitude of reasons. And I think lately I keep stressing about all the things that are out of my control. I'm sure the same way a lot of people are, um, which is why I think it's important, um, to talk about it. I think we do live at least more in North American culture, I think is kind of a culture a little bit obsessed with control, a little bit obsessed with um, self-directed control, you know, where are we going, what are we doing, um, what do we have, what don't we have, um, you know, want to control my career, I want to control, you know, the environment around me, I want to control what other people are doing, Um but the fact of the matter is like there is just exponentially so much more in the world and there's so much more that other people decide to do or not do that just matter of fact frankly is not within our control um you know i think I think a lot of that, at least for myself, but I think I can say pretty confidently for other people as well as fear-based. Um, you know, I think it's the fear that if we let go of what we can't control and kind of hone in on what we can control, then maybe we'll be like missing a step, um, you know, something bad will happen, um, you know, our lives won't be maybe what we thought they would be or what we've been told they should be um and yeah that could that would probably take a whole other episode just to unpack that but um yeah I think when I look at myself really and some of my more subconscious thought patterns and some of more of my fear-based reactions to different things and different people and different situations a lot of it is rooted in fear and a lot of it is rooted in this unhelpful need to control things um, and having difficulty kind of just allowing things to unfold. Obviously, we all need to take responsibility and ownership for, you know, how we treat other people, our own decisions, you know, how we go about in the world, how much we choose to educate ourselves, you know, being honest with ourselves, all of those, you know, good, constructive, helpful things. Um, but yeah, especially right now with the pandemic, um, you know, and just having this constant access to information and news I think it can kind of just pull us in the direction of focusing on all the things that are going wrong in the world um, one but also focusing on all the things that are outside of our control and so I think 
there's been a few ways that I've a few things that I've found helpful just in terms of counteracting just sort of that constant, you know, onslaught of information, constant onslaught of kind of those negative narratives. Obviously, there's always going to be things, again, things beyond our control, bad things happening in the world, you know, people doing things that they shouldn't be doing um, and being malicious in in that sense. But um, a few things that have helped me just kind of reorient myself in terms of like focusing on what you know, focusing on that moment to moment experiencing, focusing on what's within my control, you know, just kind of gearing, pulling in the reins a little bit. Um, One, definitely, and I know I've talked about this before on my blog, but also I think on the podcast, um, you know, just really, really, really limiting social media, um, if not, um, you know, doing without it altogether. Um, I know, you know, it can serve, definitely serve a purpose. It, it can definitely have a place for some people, especially if you're, you know, you run a small business and, um, or you're trying to promote certain types of work that you're doing. Um, but just that constant onslaught of information, um, and comparison, um, can be extremely overwhelming. And again, can kind of force your perspective towards, you know, what you don't have, what other people do have. Um, so yeah, as much as you can, just reassessing, you know, how much you engage in social media, um, how compulsive you are with it. Is it serving you well? Are there pages that you should unfollow? Are there people that you should unfollow if it it's not good for your mental health, if it's not good for your, you know, your self-esteem, your sense of self, um, you know, maybe you think you find yourself compulsively posting things and then regretting it later, you know, just kind of taking that time to reevaluate how you engage with it. And if, why are you using it and what purpose is it serving? And can you go without it more often? Um, just asking yourself those types of questions. I personally, and I, yeah, I wrote this about, about this specifically on my blog, but, um, when I started to reevaluate social media, I started with Facebook because it was the, the platform that I was using less often. And it kind of started initially because I wanted to, protect my privacy, protect more of my family's privacy. Um, and so I started just kind of slowly removing people that I didn't want to have access to my information anymore. People that I, I could one couldn't even remember who they necessarily were. Um, or the last time I talked to them, like people that I just frankly did not want having any of my photos, any of my personal information, knowing my whereabouts, anything like that. Then I started reevaluating, you know, well, what news sources am I following? What pages am I following? Like, I just hadn't taken stock of that in so long. And then by the time I had go- kind of gone through all these steps of, you know, removing people, unfollowing people, unfollowing certain pages, just sort of really doing this, uh, yeah, taking stock of why was I using it? What purpose does it serve? Um, 
you know, where was my information going, all of that really important stuff. I just ended up realizing like, hey, I don't, this is not serving any purpose. And not only is it not serving any purpose um, for me anymore, but it's, it's compounding my negativity bias because I'm passively receiving all of this information um, from different sources that like for years I hadn't taken stock of. So by the time, yeah, like I said, by the time I got through all of that process, I just realized like, oh, this is just something I need to let go because it's not benefiting me in any positive way. And it's actually doing a lot of um, irreparable damage and it's eating up a bunch of my time. So there was just no positive um, benefit for me that was really coming out of it anymore um, that couldn't be done in uh, through other avenues. Um, and then, yeah, kind of the same thing happened with, um, with Instagram. Um, just hadn't taken stock of, yeah, why was I using it? Um, how much time of, you know, was it taking up? Um, you know, it was playing a lot of my sort of dopamine receptors. Um, it had become really compulsive for me to just constantly check it, constantly see what other people are doing, um, constantly post, um, just for kind of that, you know, that dopamine hit that, that social reward hit. And again, if you like social media, if it serves, you know, an intentional purpose for you, that's wonderful. Um, I don't think there's anything necessarily inherently, um, evil about social media, depending on how, you know, you choose to use it and how thoughtful you are about it. But yeah, I would just strongly, just in terms of one, reigning in your time, um, reigning in those like dopamine hits, um, and that sort of those compulsive behaviors, but also just this constant looking to other people, other sources, um, for like what's going on in the world. It can just, yeah, really feed into our internal negativity bias or inherent negativity bias, play on our dopamine receptors, you know, take over our time, make us focus on, you know, what we don't have, what's not within our control. And so just in all of the respects, um, yeah, again, not to sound repetitive, but yeah, would just strongly encourage everyone to just really, really, really take a hard look at that. Um, the other thing that I found super useful is um, not constantly checking the news. I know that that's a really common piece of advice. Um, and most people want to stay informed, especially right now uh, with what's going on with the pandemic, depending on where you live. Um, and um, now that vaccines are starting to roll out, at least in certain countries, you know, people really want to know what's going on. But um, I've just had to take a huge, 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 huge step back from that. Um, again, checking the news can be very compulsive. It can also play on, you know, our internal negativity biases, um, be compulsive in the sense of, you know, it playing on our dopamine receptors and yeah, just making us see more of the bad in the world than the good um, because, uh, yeah, news outlets just really understand, um, you know, what is, you know, more clickbait type news 
Um, They understand the psychology of how to get people's attention and that can become addictive, um, especially negative news. So if, you know, maybe check the news only once a day, maybe only check it first thing in the morning or, you know, when you have a, you know, sort of that spare five minutes of your time, um, but constantly refreshing your news feed and constantly, you know, checking what's going on in the world and not, you know, not prioritizing your own mental health and your emotional health, um, you know, your physical health. Like if you're spending, you know, 30 minutes of your time checking the news every day, that's 30 minutes that you could be spending, you know, maybe going for a jog, maybe meditating, you know, maybe being on a call with um, a friend or a loved one, you know, so just, just really focusing on where your attention is going because if it's constantly being pulled to pay attention to things that are outside of your control it's just going to make you feel you know more helpless more um you know hopeless um, instead of maybe reorienting yourself and taking back control of your time and and then using that time to do things that you know boost your mental health boost your emotional health boost you know your physical well-being um and so yeah I think that those just in terms of you know being more grounded in the present moment you know doing things that make you feel better not constantly feeling you know bombarded by information and um you know maybe having other people take control of your time in a way that is not constructive um for you I think that that those have just been um yeah two really really useful tips for me because we only have so much time in the day we only have so much energy available to us and we're doing ourselves and other people a huge disservice by downplaying the value um, of our time and we do live in an attention economy and yeah this is your life and if constantly checking the news being on social media um, you know doing certain things just aren't serving you well um, and do make you feel um, you know obsessed with that um, that's a loss of control then yeah just reevaluating those things Um, I hope those thoughts are helpful for you and I hope everyone's having a good week and a good day.